welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we read Parsha Vaishlach as in uh, Jacob sent Shluchim Shlias. He sent Shluchim messengers to, um, to meet with Asaph, his brother, and he's going back to the land of, of Israel, of the Holy Land. And he sends these messengers um, <clears throat> to assess the situation with his, with his brother, to let him know that he's coming his way. And, um, and from this parasha, we learn a very important concept in Judaism, which is Einod Milvado. And Einod Milvado, it sounds like hocus pocus, it's like a magical world, word, but in reality, Einod Milvado, what it means is that there's nothing that is not God. Everything is Hashem. No, there's nothing separate from Hashem. Everything is Hashem. And the way that Hashem created the world, the way that He made this world, is that He contracted Himself in such a way that we can even come to doubt His existence. So from our perspective, uh, we see a world in which there's a material abundance, there's materialism here, we have uh, also nature and we have all these things that make our world, but rarely people connected to God. And um, the more something is far away from, uh, from spirituality, the farther away we think that this object or this material uh, pleasure is separate from Hashem. So from this parasha, we learn that there's nothing separate from Hashem, that everything in fact is part of God. And even the, the beautiful and the nasty and the good and the evil, everything is part of Hashem. So the Pele Yoetz, he writes that we should all learn how to appro approach challenges in our lives uh, from our forefather, Yaakov Avinu. And he teaches that Yaakov Avinu, when he was uh, going to, to, to meet his brother, he heard that the brother wanted to kill him. And, uh, and so we see from the book of Rabbi Soloveitchik, um, Yosef Dov Soloveitchik, the, on the Beis Halevi, on Bitahon, on Trust in Hashem, we learn, and he repeats it numerous times, that in life, we need to do our own hishtagdut. We need to put our own effort in everything. So when you're being challenged in your life, you have to put your part. You have to do what you have to do. And when you're gonna earn a living, when you want something, you always have to put your effort. But the effort is not what brings the salvation. What brings the salvation is Hashem. So it's a little bit paradoxical that we think, okay, I put all this effort, but at the end of the day, the outcome is not in my hands, it's in the, in the hands of God. But this is how the world works. Hashem wants us to do something about it. He doesn't want to give us bread of shame. He doesn't want us to be these people that receive everything for free. He wants us to feel that we have a part in His, uh, in his world, that we're partners with Him. But at the end of the day, whatever is gonna come to us really comes from God, it's a decree from heaven. So the Pellet U.S. teaches that we can learn from our forefather, Yaakov Avinu, how to handle crisis in our life, how to, to go through challenging times. 
And he says that when he heard that his brother Asaph was on his way to kill him, aside from the hishtaltuda, aside from the effort that he did in order to save himself, he also prayed to Hashem. So uh, there's three things that that uh, that our forefather Yaakov did before meeting his brother. One is that he prepared himself for war. He was ready to go to war with him if that was the case. He prayed, he gave up, he, he prayed, and he also had gifts for him. He wanted to appease him. So he had these three options, which are part of his efforts. It's part of his hishtaldut. And so regarding the prayer in hishtaldut of Jacob Avinu, <clears throat> Rabbi Haim Vital, adds an important insight and he says that Yaakov Avinu did not simply pray to Hashem and then proceeded in his Ishtaldut, in, in going to meet the brother for war and having gifts for him. No, all the time he had Hashem in his lips. So this is the point of the class today. This is the point of today's shiur, is that we have to walk with God in our, in our mouth. In, in front of us. We have to always have Hashem in front of us. We have to always recognize Hashem in every part of our lives, anything. When you're going through a crisis, when you're going through a, a, a joyful time, when you're just going through normal, a normal day, like nothing is happening, no events. Always recognize that Hashem is the one that is making your life what it is. So, so he says, that Yaakov kept in his mind that it is Hashem who will save him and continue to pray. So he had a very, very uh, straight in his head. He was very clear-minded and he understood that everything happened because this is what Hashem decreed to happen. It's a, a decree from God. So if you're going to become a millionaire because you invested in Bitcoin, Investing in Bitcoin is not what makes you a billionaire. What makes you a billionaire is that Hashem has a decree that you should be a millionaire because he needs something from you. There's a purpose, there's a meaning. And all this money you're getting, Hashem needs it so you can do you, uh, fulfill your purpose. So we see here uh, the Beis HaLevi, he proceeds to cite a well-known passage from uh, the Nefesh HaHaim, from Haim of Boloshi. And he states that when a person confronts a crisis, he should contemplate the oneness of God and that ain't not nibado. When a person is going through a challenge in his life, the Beis HaLevi, he teaches us, that we should recognize immediately that this is coming from God. This is the first step. The second step is that one should look within himself and see what needs to be refined, what needs to be corrected within himself. What is he lacking? What, what is Hashem asking from him? Where is there room to grow uh, as a person, as a human being? Where can you grow from where you are right now? And so he says that there is nothing in existence outside of God. And the Nefesh Kohaim writes that contemplating his belief has the effect of eliminating all negative forces, emphasizing that this is a profound concept and wondrous segula. So, my friends, I'm giving you today the gift of protection from this wonderful Sefer of the Beis HaLevi, and there's many other rabbis that talk about this concept of Einod Nivado. Write it down in a little paper, have it in front of you, remember it, memorize it, 
Eiod Milvado. There's nothing but Hashem. There's nothing separate from God. Everything is God. The only reality that there is in the world is Hashem. And I tell you, in times of danger, when you're going through a, a, a danger or you're going through a crisis or you're going through an anxiety moment in your life when you're having a panic attack, repeat it. The minute that you recognize that this is coming from Hashem himself and that it is Hashem, then you're going to be able to, to go through it. And, and not only that, you whatever harsh decree that is there for you, it will just disappear. So, so we see here that the Beis HaLevi mentions not only is Hashem the only one who can always help, for he's not limited in any way, he has no physical boundaries, he can really take a, a hardship from you in a second, uh, but the words Einod Mivado really mean that there's nothing separate, that there, there's no other existence but Hashem. So going back to, to Hasidut, to Kabbalah, the, the idea of existence, and this is something that is important for us um, to understand, is that there is an existence. Hashem created a world. It, it says in Bereshit, <laughs> Hashem, and Hashem created, and He brought this world into being. So the 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 the, the Rebbe's of Lubavitch they explain that this concept of Ein Ot really is a very very deep concept that not only Hashem creates, but He's recreating the world at every instant. Like everything that's in existence, Hashem is recreating at every instant. The minute he stops uh, recreating it, the, the, whatever it is, it ceases to exist. So if he willed, he could see the world could cease to exist in a minute. It wouldn't have to go through an apocalypse. It would just cease to exist. There wouldn't have to be a destruction. It would just cease to exist. So we have to, in our realm where we, where we are, we see existence. We see. Uh, diversity, we see uh, that things have their own existence, like I am me and you are you and you're in your house and I'm in my house and I have my car and you have your car and I like hamburgers and you like pizza. You know, we see that dichotomy, we see this, but in the upper realm where Hashem is emanating his light, his never-ending light, because he's emanating and, and he's recreating all the time, in his realm, the only thing that exists really is Hashem. So he created the world in a way in which we could feel that we're in existence. We feel that we, we exist. I am Margie. Like, you're going to tell me I'm, I don't exist? I feel myself. My body hurts. I feel it. I'm alive. But in a different parallel world, up there, close to the never-ending light, the closer because it's never-ending, then there's nothing but Hashem. So the, the, the secret power of trust, of bitahon, is really a not milvado, is to acknowledge, even if I feel I exist, even if I breathe and I feel it, to know that there's nothing separate, that there's nothing else but God. And we see in this parasha 
It's very interesting because Yaakov, he goes to the, to the river yard and he has to cross it because he has to uh, get some jugs of oil that he left there. Uh, actually, this is the, the oil, the miraculous oil of Hanukkah, but that's a, a different story. But he goes to, 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 receive, to retrieve these jugs that he had left there and he crosses this river. And when he's there, this angel, this man, it says in the Torah that this man appeared out of nowhere and he started to struggle against him. And actually this man was, it's called an angel of God. And he was Asaph's guardian angel. And when he asked him, who are you? He says, I'm an angel of God. But he's evil. He, he personifies evil and he's fighting against Jacob, and he wants to finish Jacob. At the end, Jacob prevails. It's a, it's a war between evil and good. And at the end, this angel, which is a man of God, imagine a man of God, he, he tells Jacob, your name is going to be changed to Israel. Why? Because Israel means victory. This is what Israel really means. It means victory. So the moment that Jacob prevailed against evil, against this angel, although he was hurt because he, he dislocated the socket of his hip, uh, the sciatica, it, he, he prevailed and he was victorious. So this is a world of, of dichotomy, of paradoxes, of good and evil, and other religions see evil as something that is opposite of God, that it's not part of God, it's a different entity, it's a different energy, it comes from another place, but the Torah teaches otherwise. The Torah teaches us that this evil that we see as evil in the world really is also part of God. It's not separate from him. It also comes from him. And this evil really is a creation of God that has a purpose. And uh, it's there so a person can choose to do good. Because if you would only have good in the world, then how can you have free choice? You would never have that, that two-way street to choose if I do what Hashem wants me to do or I do what the world tells me to do. So we find that in this parasha, we learn a lot about this concept that there's nothing else but Hashem. And so we see the Beis HaLevi teaches that when a person faces any kind of problem or crisis, he should reinforce in his mind the concept of Einod Milvado. And the, there is nothing besides Hashem, and this idea was famously developed by Rabbi Haim Voloshin in Nefesh HaHaim, where he writes that in times of trouble, one should internalize the notion that the problem arose only because God willed it to arise. So when you're going through a hard time, you look up and you say, Hashem, you put me in this problem, you have to take me out of this problem because you're the one that put me here. No one else can take me out of here. I remember many years ago, my husband was going through a hardship in his business. We were having a financial stress, let's call it, in the home. And one day he tells me, you know, Margie, you know, maybe you shouldn't spend so much for Shabbat. Maybe you shouldn't buy that sushi platter you buy every week. I used to buy this huge sushi platter. Uh, which was a which was the highlight of the Shabbat meal. Everybody loved it, and maybe you should like I don't know shrink a little bit. You know, we used to have like 40 people every Shabbat, and I looked at him 
And then I looked up and I said, you know, Hashem, you put us here and you're going to take us out of here. And I'm not going to budge in Shabbat. I'm not going to spend less on Shabbat. I know that the Torah says that whatever you spend on Shabbat and Yom Tov, Hashem gives it back to you. It's, 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 it's not a, 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 you're not spending. It's an invest, invest, in, in, you're investing. So I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna spend less on Shabbat. I looked up. I looked at my husband and said, "I'm sorry, but this is not. A, this is not gonna happen. Hashem put us here. He has to take us out of here. And I don't think He wants us to shrink our Shabbat. I don't think that's the point. And He says that after I said that and I recognized that Hashem was the one that decreed that it was His decree and He's the one that's gonna take us out of it. The whole His whole financial problem." disappeared. Everything got fixed in a, in a jiffy. So when we recognize that Hashem is the one that decrees, He's the one that gives us our, our, our challenges, He's the one that puts us in certain situations, and when you're put in the situation, a person is driving you nuts, or your business is going through a hardship, or whatever situation you're in life that is challenging, the minute that you say, oh, this is Hashem, this comes from Hashem, this is Hashem, this is God, you recognize the source, then everything will fall into place. So Rabbi Haim explains that the Einod Mivado means not only that the outcome depends solely on, solely on Hashem, it means that no one and nothing, no matter how powerful or invincible they seem, have any power over us because there is nothing else but Hashem. So when you give power to what really has power, whatever is going on will just disappear. And, the, and he says in the Gemara, there's a story of Rabbi Hanina Mendoza, who was being threatened by a witch uh, who sought to cast upon him a spell. She wanted to do witchcraft on him. And Rabbi Hanina announced that he had no fear of this witchcraft because there is no force in the world other than Hashem. And Rabbi Itzak Haver, the bear Itzak, he says that the concept of Einot Milvado is in essence in the secret of Bitahon. When one comes to the realization that there is nothing that exists other than the will of Hashem, he will not have any personal desires or wishes when one subjugates his desire and wishes to the will of Hashem. So Hashem, when you, when you give yourself into Hashem, when you recognize that you're not you have zero power. The only one that can have power is Hashem. The only one that moves the world is Hashem. You have zero power. The only thing you can do is put your effort. That's it. That's in your hands, your effort. That's it. But the power is in Hashem's hand. When you give power to God, then Hashem reciprocates by redirecting any threat. You know, when you give power to other things, when you give power to the vaccine and you give power to to the to the news and you give power to uh to the covid ep epidemic or pandemic however you want to call it when you give power to these things in the world you're gonna be this is what's gonna be running your life because hashem says okay if for him the power is in in this this is what's gonna be what's gonna manage his life but if you give power to god if you recognize Hashem and this is the power, this is the only power, then Hashem is gonna, you're gonna see it in your life. You're gonna see open and revealed miracles in your life. I'm gonna tell you a story. 
I came to Panama on September 19 because I have a daughter that lives there and, she, and we came for Sukkot and whatever. So in September 19, you have to fill, I don't know if today you still have to do that, but you have to fill online, um, uh, uh, you have to fill this questionnaire and when you fill this questionnaire, they give you a, like a, like a, online, they give you like a, like a contraseña, how we call that in English, like a, you know, one of these things, digital things that allow you to come into a country. So you have to fill it up and you have to say which vaccines you had and if you're vaccinated, whatever, I had everything done. In the rush of the moment, I didn't check my email to see if I received the, um, the go through. So we get there. 8.30 at night, we come, my husband has his, his uh, digital scan thing, goes in, my mother has her thing, goes in, when I'm looking in my email, I have nothing, 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 nothing. So they tell me, I'm sorry, you can't come into the country. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. What, what do I do? He says, no, go to that table over there and see if you can uh, run the, the questionnaire again and they can give you the, the thing. So I go there, my phone is almost dead, my husband already went in, I'm still inside, uh, and the lady tells me, okay, you have to fill it up again through your phone and wait till you get the, the email with the digital sign to come in. I'm trying, I'm trying, the Wi-Fi is not working, my phone has no battery, my husband took my rolling bag, which had my charger, uh, nothing, 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 the lady doesn't want to help me, and I'm like, okay, so what's the solution here? She says, well, until you don't get that stamp, you're not getting into this country, and I'm like, okay, 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 what am I going to do? Like one hour trying to fill this thing, it wouldn't come through. If it, I said, maybe there's a problem with your website. Is there any other way to do it? No, there's no other way to do it. But an hour and a half went by. My husband finally got someone to allow him to come back in and see what, what we're going to do. And at that moment, he looks at me and says, Margie, where's your bitajon? Where's your trusting Hashem? Put it to work. You give classes on bitajon, like put it to work. And so I said, okay, he's right. I said it three times. Hashem, this is you, this is you. There's nothing separate from you. Literally that second, the lady that was so not nice turned around and said, Mrs. Scherner, come, I'll help you. Come, I'll help you. Let's, let's do it through my phone and see if it works. And so she took out of her phone and the guy next to her jumped up and took out his phone and they thought both of them started filling up the, the information and literally in one minute i had my staff to go into the country like it was like something like something like you recognize it's from god and in that second this lady that was nasty that was having fun thinking that i had to sleep in the airport suddenly her whole, whole heart changed around so i tell you my friends this is something very, very strong. The more you give power to God, the more you recognize him, the more he's in your life, the more you have him in your mouth, in your lips the whole day, Baruch Hashem, Bezrat Hashem, thank you God, 
gratitude, the more, the more, the more you, you recognize him, the more he's going to be visible and true in your life. So this, we learned this from this parasha, this incredible parasha. There's crazy stories about Enos Milvado, of things materializing and, and problems disappearing. Uh, this is a beautiful secret for life that should be shared with the whole world. It shouldn't be kept uh, in a book or secret. But the more you recognize and the more you make it real, the more it's going to be part of, of your reality. So I want to wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.